Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, welcome to On The Pace on a Thursday morning. Hope your day has started well. It's Michael Guerin here for the next 10 or so minutes to talk about the harness racing activities predominantly in New South Wales, which tonight will be at Penrith. Uh, We also have a meeting this afternoon. They have Tamworth kicking off at 12.47. But our guest today is Jack Trainor. He's a guy who knows about training a good mare. He's won the Ladyship Mile the last two seasons with Stylish Memphis. And we're going to jump forward to Saturday night. Stick around. We'll get back to Thursday night and try and find you a winner with Jack later. But I want to ask him about a horse called Brave You Kelly. Jack, as I say, good morning to you. You've got another nice former New Zealand mare on your hands. How good do you think Brave You Kelly is after her huge win at Menangle last Saturday night? Yeah, good morning, Mick, and um, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I think, uh, to jump straight to your question, I think uh, Brave You Kelly's pretty good, and um, in the absence of stylish Memphis, uh, with her obviously being in New Zealand, uh, I think she's a really good replacement to have in the barn. She skipped out of the gate last week. Is that a classic case of a New Zealand horse getting used to Menangle and the Menangle gate speed situation? Because she was fantastic afterwards. But of course, the punter's looking to take short odds this week against a good horse like Total Diva. Probably want to see a getaway better. Yeah, it was um, It was a bit of heart-in-your-mouth sort of stuff, wasn't it, Mick? But um, I'd like to say that... It was a one-off thing, but I think going through a form line in New Zealand, she has actually done it a couple of times before, and um, albeit I'm sort of just starting to get to know this mare a bit myself, only have been the second time I've driven her, but uh, yeah, I'd like to think that it won't be a a regular thing and that, um, you know, I can work around it, but yeah, it's something that is probably going to be in the back of people's minds for the next couple of starts, that's for sure. For a place like Menangle, this week you head there for race two at 6.53 on Saturday night, where they have to be able to buzz off the gate to show their optimum. What do you do with the horse who may well be a bit nervy off the gate? Is there a gear change you can make to that? I presume it's hard to train them to be more relaxed behind the mobile gate. So what goes through your mind about that with Brave You, Kelly? Yeah, obviously you've sort of just got to be able to put it behind you, I think, Mick, and just, um, like, she was fine the week before, coming out of barrier one, which normally of all barriers, the one is the trickiest of them all, and she was fine, so um, I'm not going to read too much into it. I will say that she doesn't have to leave to win. She's a very fast mare, um, and as you've seen on last week, she's very strong too, so um, luckily it's not a group one or, you know, a high-state race, albeit she's there to win, but it's not a matter of that we have to buzz her out to lead to be able to win that race. I'm, I'm very comfortable with her anywhere in the field, and I think her class is going to take her a long way. Before we get to Penrith tonight, Jack, you also have a horse with a great form line in race four on Saturday night, Orchid Stride. Look, it's not an intimidating field. I thought if Orchid Stride could race up to the 78 rating, had to be a, a good chance. Yeah, she's, she's done a really good job since joining the stable and I think she's won about five of her last six races. Um, she's got really good gate speed, so we'll be able to use that from barrier one. It is 2,300 metres this week, which she hasn't raced for me over, but I've got no doubt if she relaxes, which I expect her to, um, she'll give another really good sight and what's a pretty even feel. 
We head to Pedworth tonight, Jack. We'd like your help to try and find a winner. The first on the card there goes at 12 past 6. The second on the card, you train and drive I am because of you. Barrier 2 is always a help around Penrith. What do you make of its chances? Yeah, he's um, having his first start back. No trial, Mick, but um, I've put quite a bit of work into him at home and he's got really good gate speed. I expect him to be able to find the front and um, he runs third in the Bathurst. Group one three-year-old race um, later later uh, later on last year, and that looks like it's a pretty nice race for him to um, make a start back this season into. Okay, so feeling pretty confident race two number two tonight. Yeah, I, I'd be pretty disappointed if he didn't go a good race. Thing, that's for sure. Okay, on to the fourth on the card. You train Luke John now. You and I know Luke John better than many of the punters listening this morning. He's run second in a derby in New Zealand to Krug. Back then, he looked like he'd be an open-class horse. He's knocking around on a national rating of 61 at the moment. What's the key to him, Jack? Because I can't quite work him out. I don't don't think I've got the key to him either, Vic, to be honest, because he's still a 61 rater, as you said. Um, He's had a few things just go amiss in his prep since arriving from... Uh, New Zealand over the space of a couple of years through a couple of other trainers and that as well and I, I think it just might have made him no longer the horse that he um, once was um, albeit we're still trying to just piece him together and place him right to earn a bit of money for um, the owner and uh, yes if I was to find the key to him it would be really good but I'm just struggling to find something to get the absolute best out of him myself too. He won at Penrith last week. He follows out a horse tonight in King Tiger, who's actually only a two-year-old, but that's not as bad because the seasons have changed. Is it a case that you hope to pop through behind King Tiger, hoping it does the Kevin Pizzuto, Robbie Morris thing in Leeds, or uh, are you concerned he get crossed at the start and you have to get away? No, I think it's, he's following the right horse in King Tiger. Um, yeah, he looks like he's pretty well placed here. I I think he might be a three-year-old now, Mick, but um, he's he's got a pretty good record and looks to be the right one to follow. So, albeit I don't think it's a superstar, but I think it looks like it could be um, the winner of that race. Or hard to yeah, beat. My, apo- my apologies to King Tiger. I've taken a year off his life there. <laughs> he is a three-year-old. Um, on to the next on the card, mate. You train Surf Ace. It's been driven by Jack Brown. Now, Jack's somebody I haven't had the opportunity to meet. Um, he is doing a bit more driving at the moment, so... Can you tell us a bit more about him? Yeah, um, Jack Brown, he's my junior driver and he's been with me, um, it would probably nearly be a year now and um, yeah, I think he's coming along in leaps and bounds. He's got his Saturday licence now, he's starting to get some drives from, from some really good stables and um, I'm more than happy to put him on with the claim and, and even without and a lot of my owners are happy to have him on too, which in the turn he has um, the drive on surface tonight who is fresh up from a little bit of a break and um, probably his race patterns just to sit back and come with one run and drawing out in five, he'll have to do the same thing again tonight and hopefully he um, can run into a check, but hard to be overly confident after a bit of a layoff. Yeah, tricky race. I mean, Jay Bracken, Mark's legacy, better to be tricky. You know, these are horses inside you who have the opportunity to go forward and um, it could be an awkward race if he goes back, couldn't it? Yeah, that's right, and unfortunately with his race pattern, he can't do a lot about that. Um, he seems forward enough, obviously, to race, and if the race tempo was too quick up front, I'm sure he'll be one of the horses running on, but um, he's probably the sort of horse that you'd want to follow in a couple of starts if you see him down drawn on a low barrier.
In the seventh on the card, you drive the beautifully bred Miss Horn and Gold, who's got the second line for the two-year-olds. Um, shows ability for Michael Doltoff. What do you make of this horse? Yeah, she, she seems all right. This like you said, she's very well bred, and um, I'm really sorry. She's a big filly, and um, Mick just wasn't sure. He's just going to give her another couple of starts and, and see where she ends up. But um, as I said, she's quite a big filly, and she might be one of the horse, sort of horses that comes back better as a three-year-old. And obviously, uh, with Jason Grimson having a first starter drawn out wide for New Zealand, then the Cameron Ross horse drawn seven-piece ball, not a bad field. So I'm um, sure she'll go honest race, but might just pay to watch. You mentioned earlier at the top of the show Stylish Memphis, who you've had a great association with for the last two years. She was good enough to get a slot in the $900,000 race by Grins back in April. We haven't seen her for a while. Um, what chance is she of making her way back to you and therefore back to Menango over the summer? Yeah, well, I think that is still the plan. Um, uh, when she stayed in New Zealand after the race by Grins, um, the plan was always just to give her a, a well-earned break, um, get her ready later in the year, which it would be now, and um, aim to have her back after Christmas time, similar to last um, or the last two years. So I haven't heard anything's changed, and, and I don't want to hear anything if it's changed either, Mick. So I'm getting a bit itchy, and I'd love to have her back as soon as possible. Jack, you've been exposed to the horses at the elite level in the last couple of years. You've obviously driven in the race by Grins. You've driven in the Miracle Mile, which is a huge deal. We're at a changeover period in harness racing because King of Swing is gone. Now, you have seen Majestic Cruiser. You know him well. You've seen Self-Assured. You've seen Copy That, who returns tonight. And, of course, Lochinvar Art returns on Saturday night at Melton. So it feels like this new group of big boys are all starting to get ready to rock and roll for things like the Inter-Dominions and Victoria Cups and we hope the Miracle Mile. Who do you like the best of those horses? There's someone who's been out there against some of them and it's only one person's opinion, but markets are open for all of these races. Who do you think's the best of the open class horses now in the post-King of Swing era? Yeah, it's like you said, they're starting to really open up and you know, the names you reeled off, they're all so good in their own rights and with the right sort of runs, they're all vulnerable to be beaten by one another. Um, Selfish Ord's an amazing horse, and but I, I really do like uh, the likes of Lock and Barard. I think uh, this preparation looks to be everything looks to be going a lot more smoother, and um, I think if he gone back to his best, he'd be very very hard to beat in any sort of race um, in, in Australasia in the Grand Circuit. He's such a good sprinter and, and such a good stayer, so. Um, yeah, I think he'd probably be the top shelf on the south. All right, Jack, what's your best chance of driving a winner for the Sky Sport Radio listeners over the next 48 hours or so? Um, yeah, I, I think Brave U Kelly, they're probably going to be rather short, but um, just another a runner of mine on Saturday night that I train, actually Jack Brown's driving, I think Chevron Art albeit scoring a bit wide, um, will be suited to the 2,300 metres, and, and I expect him to go a really good race on Saturday. So um, he could be one at a bit more value. Mate, we appreciate your thoughts. Um, get round safe and dry at Penrith tonight, mate, and we're looking forward to seeing Brave U Kelly take the next step in her career at Menango on Saturday night. Great. Thanks very much, mate. Jack Trainer, one of these young gun horse people we have in New South Wales between Grimson and him and Cameron Hart, Jack Callaghan. Um, there's so many of them doing fantastic jobs. And as you can hear 
very articulate and very thoughtful when they speak to the media, which is basically speaking to you at home. Today we go to Tamworth for the first on the card there at 12.47. Then we head to Penrith tonight for the harness racing. Tomorrow, Wagga comes up, does so does Newey and so does Dubbo tomorrow night. So it's Dubbo along with the two usual meetings at Wagga and Newey. And of course, Menangle rocks around on Saturday night. We'll preview Menangle and talk about Lock and Bar Art with the boys on Winners tomorrow, close enough to this time. So just about before 11 o'clock tomorrow. If you're looking for a bet tonight, the odds are available for both the Harness Meetings in New South Wales on tab.com.au. Bet responsibly. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow.